Welcome to the Clear Ads Podcast, Highway to Sell. You're listening to George Roberts. We are back with another installment of our series, Industry Spotlights, where we share the stories of big players within the Amazon space, talking to other agencies, experts, sellers, and tool providers. On this week's episode, we've got John Tilly, CEO of Zonguru, a previous Amazon seller as well. John began his entrepreneurial jury journey sorry, in 2014, where he launched multiple private label brands on Amazon, which were all successful. He then went to co-founds on Guru, an Amazon FBA tool suite to help sellers achieve the same success. So John, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Hey, good, good. Nice to chat. You know, I'm over in Los Angeles, but I have a, have a strong connection with, with London and I lived there for a few years. So always oh, good nice. to connect with uh, Londonites and, and have, a, have a good conversation. Nice. Whereabouts were you based in uh, London when you when you lived here? Uh, in in Upper Street in Islington for, for oh, some nice. time, and then I lived in Caledonian Road a little bit a little bit north. You know, I'm originally from South Africa. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, when I moved to London, it was like 2004. Okay. And, uh, you know, all, all the South Africans were living down south in in okay. South and I was like, I need to live as far well. away far away from South Africans as possible. So I lived in the middle. <laughs> So I could connect with uh, with all the all the Londonites and and uh, I worked at an, an ad agency there right in Common Garden. So it was, oh, it was cool. fun, fun times, yeah. Nice, amazing. So for people that don't know the tool uh, Zonguru, could you explain a bit more about that in detail and and how you're helping sellers sort of with their Amazon journey? Yeah, sure. You know, I, I think um, probably talking a little bit about how we started Zonguru is, is probably a yeah. good place to start. Um, Absolutely. You know, you're right. I was in advertising for for many years, and then in about 2013, I stumbled into to Amazon and the idea, and, and the penny dropped, and I was like, yes. I'm gonna you know create this product based income on Amazon. And and then in 2015, I, I left the agency world, uh, yeah. and I saw an opportunity to to really start a software tool set that was more turnkey. I think that was my approach mm-hmm. at the time. There was Helium 10 was around, and obviously. Jungle Scout, one was more research, one was more yeah. um, kind of keyword. And, and I was like, hey, can we put all of them together in, in one space so that we have, you know, the best tools for sellers in one turnkey like area? Amazing. So that's where we started Zonguru. So effectively, we're a business intelligence tool set for private label Amazon sellers specifically. We have about 17 tools now and we're in 12 different Amazon marketplaces. So we're global. We really focus on the, the key area of obviously product research. You know, how can we solve those problems for you? listing and launch and then business management alerts review automation and then we have an enterprise level tool set as well and a reporting function there that really are used at a much more sophisticated enterprise brand the procter and gamble of the world and then obviously agencies like yourselves and and service providers relatively the the gambit there i think what sets us apart um for those that do know zonguru we're obviously not as kind of brand aware as, as someone like a helium 10 and the size of them but when people find Zonguru, especially expert sellers and nod their head and they understand that we really we do an amazing job with data and, and especially how we visualize uh the data and answer right key questions for sellers and i think the reason for that is from the beginning actually still a seller in some capacity but from the beginning i've always been passionate about selling on amazon and the opportunity that's there so i've always um incentivized my team to be sellers as well we, we give a loan for your first um, purchase of stock to put it up on Amazon. Really? Um, so, you know, it, it's just a win-win, right? Because yeah. you can do Amazon outside of your day-to-day. I mean, you can truly scale an amazing business. And, and obviously, being the target audience, audience within the company is, is a huge benefit, right? It's in our DNA. And so we, we have like 
between our CTOs, our products, product lead, customer success lead, marketing, marketing people, we have seven and six figure sellers. So we truly understand and, and we kind of look through that. I've always pressed on our team to, to have the 80, 20 rule of business, mm -hmm. right? Which is like, yeah, yeah. Can, can we, do we know what the right data is and can we give it to you in the most simple, impactful, efficient way so that you can yeah. really scale your business? And so that anything that we do, we look through that lens and we're great in that, that space. And I think one of the effects of that is when we have expert sellers looking at a tool, they nod their head 100%. and they always comment that we have like the best UI in, yeah. in the business because we, we really focus on that. That's us in a nutshell and going from strength to strength through the years. Fantastic. And and like you touched upon as well, the team actually utilizing being sellers and then utilizing the tool. And it'll be that further development of everything that you have developed from the suite of tools you obviously began with to, to what you've developed now, right? Because what, what, what tools did you start with initially? Was it just keyword tracker? Like how many tools? Because you've obviously expanded yeah. on the tools that you're available to. Yeah, sure. We, we started with, with kind of a sales tracker, mm -hmm. sales estimation tool. I think we had an email automator in the beginning. Actually, funny enough, we had a kind of an integration with eBay, which we dropped at one point. And then I think we had a yeah, keyword tracker. It was, you know, it was, it was a few yeah. tools at kind of each of the phases. And obviously now it's, it's much more sophisticated. Now there's like over 15, isn't there? You, you'll know the exact number, but there's like... 17, yeah. So we have 17 tools. 17, um, incredible. And uh, yeah, out of all of those, I think probably our, our flagship... You know, I would like to say all of our tools are, are best in class, which they are, but I think our yeah. flagship tools where we truly make a difference is, is around keyword research and, and listing optimization. Yeah. I think the big benefit there is, again, we always look at it through a business lens and, and what was really important uh, from the beginning is I always push our team to look at things in context, right? So okay. you, you don't want just a keyword research tool that says, hey, these are the keywords that you should put in your listing. High search volume and uh, relevance, right? For, yeah, it's great. That's good. But like, what you want to understand is great. Like, these are these are the most impactful keywords. But what are the most competitive keywords? Where are my competitors focusing? What are some of the keywords that are that maybe have less search volume and less demand, but but much less competition that I can own that are most relevant for my business? Can I pull those out and really you know focus on those outside of the, the general high high search volume keywords? So long tail, short tail. What are actual customers typing into Amazon? Not just what competitors are, are, are putting in their listings with the reverse lookup, right? So yeah. we have ways of getting at all of that data um, and ensuring that, that you can optimize your listing. Another really important one that, that, that you all know a lot about as well is like, what are the keywords that I have in my listing that are informative, informational, yeah. versus what are the keywords that actually are the highest converting, highest conversion rate by keywords? Where should you put those? Because those are the ones you want, right? So Bless. we kind of we spend a lot of t time in all of our tools giving context what, what do I need, but what I need versus my competition, how do I beat them, right? And it's that context that's so important, right? Because especially when a lot of the tools that you offer or the, the tools that are within the Zonguru suite, I don't want to say that typically aim for new sellers, but a lot of new sellers will be utilizing them when they enter the Amazon space. And actually, it's such a difficult time for people when they really don't know anything about FBA, don't know anything about Amazon, and they're trying to escape their real job or proper job to, to try and find a different revenue stream and, and want to become an Amazon seller. It, it's such a difficult thing. And actually these tools like yourself and, and that putting it into context is so important to how you can actually find the right product. And rather than shelling $20,000 worth of stock on a watering can, for example, which isn't going to get you, get you anywhere realistically. And I, I don't, yeah, I don't... hands down, the biggest thing that will impact your success on Amazon is the product you choose, right? And yeah. We can talk a little bit more about products research in a second, but I think 
with new sellers, data can be data and, and, and it's always 50% of the equation because data, you need data, but it's, it's really the questions you ask with that data and the decisions you take with that data that, that, that is important, right? So no matter how much good data you have, it's always 50% of the equation is what you do with it, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, but, but also too much data can be overwhelming, you know? So it's really important. Um, and, and we've always looked at that with Zongiri is like, we have incredible sophistication in our tools, like our keyword research tool, but we also make it, uh, and you can be as sophisticated as you want in terms of how you look at it, but you can also okay. be really, really um, simple in how you use it, right? And so we, we keep it more efficient. And that's that's also why it really works well with agencies is that it's really efficient in how you, you actually get it, for example, the right keywords. And we answer easy questions, which is like when you put it into the listing optimizer, we don't just say, hey, you know, these are good keywords to add, but we say to you, hey, you have... If you do this, you will have the best listing on page one versus your top eight competitors. That's a really, really simple question that yeah. needs to be answered because I don't, I don't want to just say, hey, I've got the right keywords, but I want to understand the best guys on page one, what are they doing and how do I beat them? So if we yeah. can answer that in a very simple way. You're, you're, you're using data to answer the right questions, right? So that, that's critical. Yeah, absolutely. And and the thing with Amazon as well, like you can get really bogged down in you, in the sheets that you're downloading and the data that you and and like the, the the journey of that data and the context you're putting behind it, it will just it provides that clarity rather than actually being lost in the data and and I mean the amount of times you can get lost in the data is ridiculous. So actually having a suite of tools that that makes it so much easier for you is what's needed, right? Yeah, I think a common theme on that is and it's interesting because it's the same conversation I would have with a, with a new seller as with an enterprise level agency that is looking to use it, which is like, at the end of the day, um, what's the 80-20 rule? What is the 80% of the stuff that you can do to your business that's going to be most impactful versus 20% that doesn't really matter, right? And, yeah. and you have that same conversation with someone who's just launching a product through to an enterprise agency who's, who we have this whole reporting feature and, and there's a million reports that we can produce on a monthly basis, right? Or they can look at or they can create their own Google Sheets or et cetera. But what are you actually looking at and what's truly going to move the needle? And if we can help on our side to say, this is all good, but if you do 80% of this, you're going to scale your business um, and, and this is what you need to focus on. That's that's where we truly you know, you know move the needle with our customers and clients here. Incredible. So in, in regards to the, the people utilizing the tool, what, what would you say that predominantly is new sellers to the people that are use, utilizing it from that enterprise level? Because it, it's going to be that mix, right? Like we, we use Helium 10 a lot, as, as I mentioned before at the start, but Helium mm -hmm. 10 is such a vast tool that we're part of their like elite group. But we know that Helium 10, like the amount of Amazon groups I'm in, the amount of people that are sort of referencing Helium 10 as a tool when they're new sellers for that product research phase. So what, what does that look like for... Uh, Zonguru. Yeah, you know, it's. It, uh, I think with some of our relationships, we were a little bit handicapped to kind of explore the market as much as he intended, and that's you know, yeah. in hindsight, some you know, some of the things that that were my challenges. But I think you know, Helium going to done a great job, and they've got huge brand awareness, and they're a yeah, great tool. Yeah. Right? I think the challenge and the frustrating thing with Zonguru, which which is a nice challenge to have, is that hands down, when you compare the tool, we are as good in some areas and much better in some areas, right? And yeah. so. The, the frustration is like, okay, well, how do we get this in the hands of sellers, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. again, with newbies who are sellers, they're using what's known in the industry. You, you obviously have switching costs when it's evolved at, at every stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in terms of the mix, going back to that, we traditionally were focused around the newbie, people launching businesses because we had yeah. an education uh, partnership and we, we still do. The new sellers was, was a good focus. Yeah, but yeah, over, yeah. over time, we've got much more sophisticated 
sellers, high-level multi-seven-figure sellers that use it. But I think where we really are getting a lot of traction now is is with this emergence of service providers and agencies and turnkey yeah. agencies. It gives us the opportunity to sit down with them one-on-one and show them the tool. And, and I got feedback literally over this last month. We've probably got a few bigger agencies that are now using us. And they, they, they say, hands down, the way that we structured and the way that, one, we can give them the quality data. One, we can <clears throat> be efficient in terms of how they op- their account managers operationally yeah. use the tool and, and lift the quality level of their work. Hands down, they say it's the best in, in class and the best in space. So when nice. you get that kind of feedback, you know that you have an amazing product market fit with, with people who truly are experts in the space. And so that's gratifying to know that, that the work that we're doing can really move the needle for very, very high level experienced sellers. Um, and agencies and enterprise level customers. So in terms of mix, uh, we, we traditionally are the, 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 the smaller SMB sellers, but mm-hmm. we're rapidly moving in, in a direction of being much more enterprise. And, and the cool part about that as well is that the more conversations you have at that level, yeah. you know, the better, the better problems you're solving. I just did a, a whole presentation around what are enterprise level questions that, that big brands are asking and one answer with data, right? And if I'm having those conversations and I'm solving that, yeah. that's all trickle down effect. It's all coming into our tool. It's going to go down to the brand new seller, right? So it's a really cool product pipeline that, that we have. It's a very exciting space to be in. And finally, it's like, okay, the question that I ask in my head, you know, when you speak to an expert, it lands because they, they get it, right? And so yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, this, is, this is important, right? Well, you, you've definitely uh, sold me that we need a demo anyway um, and, and yeah, understand no, how we no. can use it. But it's one of those things as well. It's that ever evolving suite of tools that now it's moved from the the new sellers to that enterprise level and like you said you uncover a few more stones right and then you develop the tool even more like every every one in the space is on a specific journey like as an agency we've gone on that journey as well from like two years ago there was like five of us now there's 19 of us 20 of us that are solely dedicated to ppc and dsp and Mm -hmm. same same with tool providers like yourself everyone's on that journey and it's a constant I had a conversation with Yanni from Gatida, like literally a couple of days ago, he was, he was on a podcast and it's like, if you don't change, you, you like, if you stop changing, then you'll just get left behind. So it's constantly evolving the suite of tools because it's an incredibly, incredibly like fast paced industry, what we're in at the minute. So you've got to really main, make sure you're on the ball and like you say, to keep, keep on developing. And the one thing as well to, to really sort of look back on and be proud of is that the tool has developed and then these agencies, the enterprise level agencies that are utilizing it for these bigger brands. And a lot of listeners should probably take solace in the fact that if that's good enough for them, like why shouldn't it be good enough for you if you're an entry level or whatever size you are as an Amazon seller? Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. And it's, and it's good to be cutting edge. And back in the day, I think there were, there were softwares there and I'm like software is software, right? But if you can yeah. really truly bring software to a marketplace through the business lens of truly understanding the problems that we're trying to solve as sellers, mm-hmm. that's where you make a difference. And, and obviously that's in our DNA. So, so it's nice to, to see some of the influence in the space, like trying to teach certain keyword research or, or, or ways of looking at data. And I'm like, well, we've been doing that for a year and a half. It's good to be ahead of the curve in a lot of ways and that context of, of how we look at stuff. So I, th- I think that's interesting to your point. I think it's an incredibly dynamic space. Obviously, with this push to the, the e-commerce world with the pandemic yeah. and what's happening, the aggregators and, and the, the focus mm-hmm. and the money of the brands in the space, that's pushing us all to be smarter with the data. Absolutely, and, yeah. But also the, the expansion of Amazon globally and, and 
these other markets become vi becoming viable and, and really a huge opportunity there an opportunity that literally it's like rinse and repeat it's like what what amazon.com looked like in 2016 is literally what amazon australia is looking like right now so yeah you know, yeah in these markets and and a, and a massive level of interest for selling on these marketplaces so interesting to look at that and, and explore that as well and challenging in a way as well because we're looking at so many different marketplaces and data it's a lot to take on with a team it is, always, it said, is. Uh, always said that like you know I, the, the level of sophistication of our software is like is beyond some of these uh multi-billion dollar companies <laughs> in what they do with the software. So, um, amazing you know, I, I chose right but it's pretty cool at least for sure yeah, absolutely. And and like you just touched upon as well, it's sort of blue ocean, like the new marketplace. It's like one of our clients, for example, like seven figure seller, his third biggest marketplace is now Japan. And we're like, wow, this is crazy. This is like wild, realistically, that this is sort of happening for that brand. We wouldn't have expected it realistically. And it's sort of, it's just taking the opportunities that are available to you in this like ever changing space and obviously just utilizing what's best at your disposal and obviously just like chancing your arm as well as long as there's a data point to go for it and there's a reasonable decision of why you should do it then yeah like go for it and, and that's where like you say tools like yourself come in massively and then that, that preparation rather than just making a decision on a whim yes the data really does need to be there to, to make yeah it. i think uh, you know we have a kind of a niche rater tool, which is a global opportunity rating, right? So mm -hmm. understanding in your niche, in every single marketplace, what does that look like from four kind of key areas, which is demand, competition opportunity, yeah. capital required and profit that you can make, right? So if you can answer those four questions in every market, and then also understand kind of the trends of the TAM, SAM and SOM, right? Which is, which yeah. is your, your kind of like the ability to, you know, of the total applicable markets, how much of that can I actually own? What's the maximum size of the opportunity of that niche and how much of that revenue can I actually own if I come in versus the competition? We answer those questions with our, with our kind of global opportunity rating. And that's huge, not only for individual sellers to understand, hey, which, because now they have the ability to pretty much go into any market they want on the Amazon. They don't have yeah. to do it in the USA, right? So they have to answer that question for themselves first, whether it's their first market or, or their third. But at the aggregator level, they want to understand that because the first question they're going to you know, ask is, Hey, I've just bought this brand yeah. and, and how do I increase the ROI? Well, I can, I can do a, a product extension. I can do a brand extension or I can do a global market extension. What's the yeah. easiest? Well, global market extension, given their sophistication on inventory channel management, probably that's their first thing. So they want to know, Hey, what's the global opportunity um, for this product that I have in Amazon.com, right? And where shall I go next? Yeah, it's, it's such a key thing. And like even, like you said, for smaller sellers that are doing their initial research or those bigger brands, I mean, we get questions all the time of like, what's going to be the best marketplace to expand into? And, and like, we're having to do research on those opportunities. But if you've got a tool that literally just click your fingers, you can understand that with within your niche, right? The niche. Uh, we, we, we need to talk, man, niche, because you can literally enter a keyword. Or it's, it's, it's an internal uh, tool for, for, for partners, but you can literally yeah. enter an ASIN or a keyword and we'll spit back you a, a global opportunities report, um, wow. you know, rating all, all the niches and which one is the best next one to go after. We can help you out here, man. You don't have to do it manually. We'll, we'll, we'll help you out for sure. Definitely take, take time. And it's like that level of, at least you, especially with the tool, the Zonguri, there's a basis of foundation to go to that further research, right? So if you just put in your ASIN, then you can select the top three and then you can really hone in into the data furthermore, rather than actually just going through the whole rigmarole of, 
downloading all these sheets, going through the data, utilizing different tools. If it's all in one place, then then you've really got a big opportunity to not only save time, but to be way more efficient with the opportunity that's available to you and, and not making those mistakes because the amount of sellers and I'm sure you'll have like copious amounts of stories of people that with it within that have utilized your tool that have made mistakes and not done the appropriate product research or just gone off one data point and it, and it's yeah it's I don't know I, I find it like quite upsetting really that when like someone inquires with us and they're just like shelling thousands down down the drain with PPC and we're, we only work with like seven figure brands realistically so when when they're too small we're just like we can run a free audit to try and help you out and just give you some info but what it's yeah it's just incredibly disappointing when someone does make that step and they naturally people fail not everyone's going to be a successful amazon seller but when it comes down to them not doing enough research and not utilizing the appropriate methodology on how to sell and what to sell that's yeah the frustrating thing for me yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think as a business intelligence tool set, right, we have a responsibility <laughs> to provide good, accurate data and we need to visualize it in the right way yeah, to answer key business questions. That, that, you know, that, that's what we focus on is like, how can we be simple, impactful, <clears throat> yeah. timely and relevant, right? So, so those are kind of like, with our, our responsibility is to do that. Yeah. And we do an incredible job on that side. But as I said, it's 50% of the equation. It's what, it's how you take that data and what do you do with that? And again, that theme of 80-20 rule, you constantly run into that where you're like, hey guys, like this is the overall picture, but you yeah. keep, you're focusing on this one data point. That's not going to move the needle. Or that's not what you should be doing. And you, you could fail on that because you're, you're, you're focusing on that or you're trying to take the easy way out or whatever it is. So you constantly run across that. At the end of the day, if that's going to stop someone, that's not good. You want people to take action and, and to start yeah. their business. And, what, and if they fail, they're going to learn, right? And that's how they get better. I, I think that's a really important point for sure. So moving forward from just the, the sourcing and the tools that are available for product research, because like you touched upon, it is for any seller. And the, the, just looking at the website now, like the business metrics that are available to you, like managing your own products, reordering from suppliers, like that. I'd imagine that must have been added over the past couple of years because you, you said it wasn't there at the start. But like the the issues that surrounded nearly every every person in the Amazon space over the past couple of years with supply chain issues, like information like that is incredibly important, right? And and there's not many tools that offer that in the whole suite of things. So that that's something that could you touch upon that? Yeah, I think on the on the inventory management side. Um, and even on the PPC side, we've made a decision at, at this point in time to not go 100% in on, on, um, on, you know, kind of, you know, uh, creating software to solve those problems and automate it, for example, like a Perpetua or something like that on the PPC side or, or et cetera, because I think it is a very complicated space and it really, it requires a, a complete dedication yeah. as a tool set to doing that. Right. And even today I'll speak to you, I'll speak to every other PPC expert and hands down everyone's not happy with the automation aspect of PPC software, right? Because it's a very complicated thing to solve. So you always, there's always going to be gaps. What we do is we do provide business intelligence around alerts, reporting features, and some kind of guidelines to indicate that. So for example, on our inventory uh, management side, we keep it really simple in our dashboard where mm-hmm. we will literally alert you. We have some AI intelligence in terms of your seasonality and your sales velocity. Yeah. And we have an understanding from you what you have in your 3PL how long it takes to turn around and get that into Amazon FBA, how long your manufacturing timeline is. And once we understand that, we we alert you accordingly and say, hey, it's time for you to kind of reorder from your 3PL because you're going to run out 
or hey, it's time for you to order from your manufacturer because you're going to run out. So we give you those kind of indications and, and a basic guideline, but it's not a true full, full vertical integration. And then on, on, on PPC side, we obviously provide stuff like ACOS and funny enough, and, and I call it advertising cost of total sales. This mm -hmm. is back, uh, I was probably one of the first in the space to have it in our dashboard because I was like, oh, nice. again, the business question is like, I don't want to just understand my advertising cost of sales. I want to understand the true impact of that, of my total sales and my margin. I nice. came up with advertising cost of total sales. And then I think a year later, someone was like, tacos. And I tacos. was like, oh, <laughs> come up with that. I was like, that's just a better name. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, so, it's, it catches yeah. off the tongue a bit more, doesn't it? Um, and rolls off the tongue. But I mean, it's one of those things as well. And it's that education piece because, I mean, we're... we're we don't use many tools as an agency for PPC. We're, yeah. we're incredibly manual. So it's we utilize dashboards and the information that's available to us to then make in those informative decisions on how we want to manage it rather than letting a tool manage it for us. So like we're a bit boutique in the sense of that way. And, and like we use the ad console a hell of a lot realistically compared to most other agencies that are around our sort of size and, and sort of tenure within the space. But that's just from utilizing, like we, we, we use tools on like one of our clients has like over 10,000 SKUs. Naturally, we have to use a tool for that because it would require an absolute army to be use, utilizing the bid optimization for that seller. But it's like you said, you have the suite there, the information that's provided to you, and then you make an informed and educated decision from the data that's available to you and, and that seems like that's the case with the business dashboard the inventory management tool as well as this sort of advertising console that you have available to people oh, those and, and, and specifically i think even for you guys because you you have that much more focus on, on the data i always say to people it's really important to make sure that you have kind of like the best baseline the mm -hmm. best architecture that you can have for your business because number one your product is going to be the most successful thing yeah. uh, that you pick right but number two it's it's essentially your listing and, and the, the the kind of the heartbeat of your of your business, which is your listing, your images, and and the way you've indexed and the way you've optimized for keywords. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's going to be your second most important thing because you have to have that baseline. If you've got that wrong, you, you know, no matter what you do, you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. And then yeah. obviously, uh, then it moves up the chain into like, okay, what's the quality score of that versus the keywords that are running in my PPC? Do I understand from my niche? What are the opportunistic keywords that I can really own and convert on? What are the informational keywords? What are the what are the high converting buy keywords? You know, these are all the really important questions to to get answered for. Which ones do I need to spend more on my PPC to impact my organic growth? You know, th these are all important things that we answer with our data down at the yeah. at the keyword research level that informs all the work that you guys are doing. So these are the baseline critical data points are important and, and what you can do with that to inform every other part of your business right yeah absolutely and i love the fact that it's not you, you're not automating it further than that it's based on the seller actually making the educated decision because that's that's how we work and and i i firmly believe like there needs to be uh a, who was i talking to about it on the crew like tim jordan was like there needs to be a cyborg approach to like everything realistically and it, i completely agree where you let the tools and the data like guide you in that direction but if you're not making those decisions in your head and you're either the business owner or the tool provider or service provider that's sort of help helping those decisions you're just going to get lost and realistically that's when mistakes happen as well when you're totally reliant on automations and and tools making those decisions for you it's it's actually no, present the data, how, how best to yeah. make a decision. Yeah, it's, it's a really important point. And, and again, at 50-50, right, what you do with the data. And I look back on our industry, maybe unfortunately for us as software developers, 
But I think the precedent was set from, from day one in the software space in, in Amazon that we had to have an education aspect to it. You know, yeah. that's Jungle Scout was one of the originals and, and they were very big on the education side. But we've always, from day one, we've had a massive, massive focus on education and training, right? Even within Zonguru, we have multi-brand and even people who've exited on some of their brands as oh, our head trainers, um, that are head of customer success, head trainers, and they, they do weekly live trainings around various different concepts. You can jump on and ask them direct questions and kind of get the input that you need. We have challenges. We, we have like a rapid ranking challenge. We have an agency challenge. We have a certification. We have all this education stuff that's there yeah. for you to use, but really under, with the thing of saying, Hey, he has the data, but it's okay. Now, how do you use that? Like, what is the most mm-hmm. impactful thing you can do? How do you move the need, needle forward? That even, you know, progresses into our software where, where every, every week you're getting two emails from Zonguru. One is, Hey, this is a great product extension specifically for you based on your research behavior on, on, in our tool and products that you sell. He has some cool product ideas for you, right? So it's very customized to you. You get that as a actionable item that you can look at whether you're a a new seller or whether you're advanced, you're always looking for new ideas. And then you get another email, which is basically a a business metrics breakdown of of the health of your business across the key metrics we think are important and then actionable advice on top of that saying, here's all the metrics. Here's the top four things you should be doing this week because this is this is how you're gonna scale your business. So we, we yeah, make yeah. it much as much as we can and make it actionable so that anybody using the tool is like, okay, cool. You know, this is what I need to do to keep on that flywheel and keep things going. Incredible. Yes, yeah, so many, so many like data points to actually take advantage of. Now I've, I think we've covered a lot of the stuff that the tool offers, but I, I know there's there's more customer engagement tools that I know we've not mentioned, as well as sort of an IP monitor. Could you touch upon that very quickly to, for for the listeners? Yeah, sure. I mean, the IP monitor is is really just the challenge. It's not so much nowadays, but I think when we created that, it was more as trademark brands in your space, who's hijacking your listing, yeah. your images, your everything and posting it on the other markets, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Reselling your product under the markets, all that kind of stuff. So we just have a tool that basically will alert you if anybody is doing that, and then you can decide what you want to do with that, right? So Amazing. that's the IP monitor. Review automation. I mean, we, we had email automation. That's a marketing automation tool. There's still ways you can use that. Obviously, Amazon is very specific on their TOS on, on how you use that. And then we have a review automation tool, which is hands down, like it basically just you know, automatically sends the Amazon review request and, and there's intelligence around the timing and, and the kind of the frequency and, and who we send that to. People who don't automate that, you go in and put that on Zonguru and you know, you, you'll get QX ROI like very, very quickly. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's the little sort of differentials, isn't it? That make like a good seller, like an amazing seller, just those little things that they might not do. Um, Like again, I was speaking to the Katida like a couple of days ago and like, the reimbursements is insane for how many people don't take advantage. And it's those little things that, that just sort of make the sort of two to 5% difference on your business. But it makes, if you, if you add in sort of six of those together that other sellers aren't doing, that's how you massively expand. And, and that's how you grow and take advantage of the, the opportunities that were within the space. Yeah, no, it's cool. And Katita's awesome. Yeah, I, I know Yanni well, he's been on our podcast and a bunch of stuff here. I always laugh because I'm like, that's the best sales proposition ever. It's like, you don't even have to pay for our tool yeah. or anything like that. We just give you money. You're like, and, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. That's what I, was, I was just literally, you've got the best business model in the world. And he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I sort of know. But he was like, we're here to help. And I was like, well, yeah, you're obviously helping like loads of people, which is good. It's amazing. So in regards to creating the tool, because that must have been a, a 
a hell of a journey in itself. Like what were the biggest challenges that were sort of presented to you? And it's just a constant thing that you must have just been developing over time. Right? Yeah, I think, you know, any entrepreneur knows like, especially in the software world, it's, it's really, you know, again, at the end of the day, you, you, you know, software developers are software developers. The, the typical one is, is, and it's obviously changed nowadays, but you can go to India and find cheap developers, right? And, and that was the start of my journey. You know, I, yeah. I found a, a team and we did an MVP in, in India and it was torture because <laughs> at the end of the day, they, they were just, and, it, and, it, and it's the same thing that applies to your Amazon business. If you're just taking shortcuts to just get yeah. something done, you're not truly understanding where you're going, the vision of the business, the target audience, you, know, you don't know how to create a scalable product. You just end up putting out fires all the time. And, and we could just couldn't scale because we would build a software and we were just constantly fixing bugs rather than actually building good software, right? So right. my mission was obviously to move away from that as quickly as possible. It, it took me about a year back in 2016. That was the magic of Zonguri because I found my business partner and CTO, Stefan, and, and I actually was using an API that he had built as a developer. Oh, amazing. Um, but he was a seller as well. So he kind of understood immediately, hey, like this is what was needed. And I was like, I can't solve this anymore. So I need with my current team. So I, I found him and, and we were using his API and paying for it. And then, and then he, he kind of saw we connected really well. And then he came over to us and that was where the, the real magic began because at the end of the day, we both aligned on this idea of the passion for selling, but the, but the yeah. idea of like having a team that, that one, it, you know, Stefan has incredible knowledge around you know, working with, with big companies like Hewlett Packard and, and, you know, these big enterprise companies. So he understands how to create scalable software, Amazing. but understanding the, the importance of your, your product and developer team, truly understanding the business problem that we're trying to solve and the target audience. And so when mm -hmm. you get a team that can understand that, we're not just solving this for what you tell me to do, but like, these are where we're going. Like that, that was the magic of, of us. And we just, we just grew from there. Right. So uh, I think Incredible. probably within the first six months, we, we were working on new stuff and not solving problems that we had right which is which is great yeah and and it's such a thing for i think like every entrepreneur goes through it as well where they they realize they've maybe hit their ceiling with what they can do or like where, where these issues are taking them and then it's like like you said you found found your uh colleague stefan and that's actually took, made you go to that next level right and that's where like so many people experience that in their journey whether it's adding new products to their product line but it's, it's realizing that this is as far as I can take it on my own. And this is where actually asking for that additional help and it helps you grow. Right. And and you can't end up spinning 20 different plates because everyone's human and you can't do everything yourself. It's actually making sure you've got the right team to help you build that. Um, and cause there's, you've got a big team now, haven't you? We were speaking about it before. Um, there's a lot of people yeah, we're, developing. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have a big team, and, and for sure, you know, at least at least fifty percent of that are product and in the development side of it. I, I think that that idea of constantly pushing yourself to go beyond your ceiling and to learn and and to have the opportunity to do that, it's a theme that I have as an entrepreneur. It is a theme that I instill in our team. You know, I, t I tell my team, what you need to do is fire yourself from your role by next year, right? Because if they're constantly just staying in, in the role they're in, they're never personally growing. So they constantly need to improve, solve what they need to solve, and then move to the next level and then have someone come underneath them that can solve what they were previously solving, right? So you, right. you have to put people to really kind of move up within the organization and be curious about what can they do and how can they improve. So that's probably our highest value is curiosity within, within our organization and the ability to always want to learn. Outside of our software, we brought on VC funding in our space. You, you need gas to put on, yeah, yeah. on, your, on your product because I'm competing against 
companies that have yeah. 300 million funding or whatever, right? So we did that move and it was very important for me to not just look at the cash, look at the strategic and operational intelligence that they would be bringing to and that's been amazing, right? So our level of sophistication in terms of how we think about it and where the market's going and what we're focusing on is at another level than it was last year, just because of having that, that help and guidance is breaking that next level and the next ceiling, right? So these are all good things to see, see where we land. Yeah, the, the new barriers that you can break, not only from that additional funding, but like you said, it's, it's additional input from new team members and, and people that have that curiosity to expand their knowledge and grow. Like that's mm-hmm. where you uncover the benefits of, oh, mm-hmm. this is another solution that we can create for sellers mm-hmm. because they're, they're going to struggle with this. And realistically, Amazon, as, as a platform realistically has a lot of issues realistically and it's not the best or easiest platform to use i mean it's better than most i suppose but there's still so many it's still on the advertising side years behind google for example and you you you're seeing these updates that are happening with amazon advertising that was happening in google like seven years ago and it's just like what you will get there eventually but how innovation happens is through like tools from yourself or like yourself that are developing those systems and and the data points that are just going to help sellers sort of succeed and grow amazon such a such a good point you know because i was involved heavily on the paid media side with google prior to Zongu. So I, I fully understood everything that was happening in Google and, and just as a massive as Amazon is, and they have great data, but then mm-hmm. notoriously bad in how they visualize data and yeah. what the, what the software looks like. That's good for us, right? Because there's so much data there that we can actually provide great solutions. Amazon just doesn't do it. They don't, they're not doing it today with, with the data that they've just kind of released, but seeing that as a theme on, on Amazon for something, I was like, what you guys have you guys don't have day parting how much no. money you can make in day party and like no. you know they're still not even like getting onto that that train and like it's only last year that they really something twigged in them when they were like oh wait we can actually make like really good money on and they're starting to come out with new product you know so they're so far yeah. behind it's crazy it's laughable in a lot of ways but it's they're in live opportunity too right and it's yeah, interesting in your space now like it's, it's a theme that we saw on google as a search result page uh probably seven or eight years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, that, that kind of timing, which is like, they caught on to this idea of how they can make money off the paid media versus the organic search. But yeah. they almost tried to do it too much where, where the customer started to lose the, the true valuable experience of like how they can find products on Google or find yeah. information, right? Absolutely. And it's happening a little bit on Amazon right now where they've got Much so better. many products, it's so cluttering of the organic results that the experience at the end customer level is, is poor, right? And so yeah. they've got to be really good in managing that and saying, hey, Yes, pay media is important, but we can't lose the customer experience. And so they're kind of going through that same kind of trial and tribulation that, that Google went through. And I'm like, guys, you know, just look at Google's history. You've got lots to learn there. You know, it's not yeah, that hard. I know. Well, it seems like they're not learning, to be honest, with the yeah. amount of like different ad sets they're coming out with. I mean, it's great if you are advertising, but for the people that aren't advertising now, realistically, it's you, you probably yeah, need I mean, to start pay, like, pay to play, pay to play yeah sure, 100% right? and, and that's where I mean that Amazon makes so much money from ads right, compared to anything else now like that's the way it's only going to go they're not going to take a step back from the from the revenue they're generating it's only going to keep tipping that scale but like you said it they probably do need to learn from google no i mean they're smart it's not going to go that way completely because they need to look after their end customer experience and to amazon's credit i think that they, they always have everyone's like oh amazon's so competitive can i launch a product and i'm like you know, hands down, at the end of the day, Amazon, in order to survive, has to bring new product ideas and great products yeah. to their customer. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to give you a shot. You know, whatever you launch, if you do a good a good job, they're going to give you a shot. 
yeah. and you can go and beat other competitors because they need great, amazing products on the platform, right? So they are customer focused in a lot of ways. They're done with reviews, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, hopefully that, that kind of DNA inside of Amazon transposes into, into the, the customer search experience. They don't clutter it with too many ads down the road, you know? Amazing. So one question that I would like to sort of clarify as well, the marketplaces that you can utilize are for Zonguru. Uh, what were those? You said it's 16, right? No, it's 12. Uh, 12, sorry. It, it, sorry. Well, basically it's, it's the four main ones, North America, uh, yeah. Europe, and okay. uh, Australia. In Australia. Australia. So we, well. don't, we don't have UAE, we don't have Japan. We're probably holding back on that just for now because I think there's a lot that we solving and the opportunity around the new markets we brought in we were the yeah. first in australia and we we're, were i think the first or the second in india and those markets i mean yeah yeah you know, Blue you know, yeah australia you, if you get in right now you just stay in stock you're going to have like a 30 30x organic growth over the next five years right <laughs> um just because of, of you know the the you know there's still within australia the, the adoption of of amazon is happening and it's happening fast but there's still mm-hmm. a lot to go right in customer adoption yeah. And the same thing in India, right? You know, customer adoption is, is coming. They've got some competitors in the space, but Amazon is just good at just crushing competition with their distribution prime and everything. So so they're, they're growing uh, rapidly there as well. That they are. Yeah, absolutely. And like we, we've seen some incredible results in Australia, just even from like auto campaigns. And we're like, how is this turning over that sort of results? And it's just crazy because there's just so little competition there. It's uh... well, I mean, you know, we've got people on our team that have just launched in Australia over the last six months and they're like, well, I launched and I was an FBA, I was in page one and I got like the bestseller badge within the first week. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. it's, like, it's like, it's not easy right now. And I didn't do any advertising. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Amazing. Um, so in regards to where you see the tool going, say this, this year, is there anything that you want to add on additional for the suite of tools that you do have? Or is it something that, you're very happy and just continually developing what, what yeah i mean we're going through an evolution of our current tool sets i think there is a lot more data available inside of amazon that we're harvesting and bringing to all of our tools so so that's kind of the constant evolution of your current tool sets and we have such especially in that kind of keyword research listing optimization such strong flagship products that i think we can just keep that that moving and then we have new tools that are coming out and we have this enterprise level market fit with a lot of reporting, which when you look at it, it's kind of things that that, that, that you want to understand for your brands, even at BBC level, you know, but it, but what's kind of cool about it is that this nimble reporting feature that, that you get outside of Zongu based on the data inside of Zongu that allows us to put a lot of data analysts on to kind of come up with custom reports and, and ways of looking at things oh, that, that is pretty cool um, and a big focus of ours. And we're getting a lot of traction there because you know, you know, as much as I know that at the agency level, you know, you're all using software, but you know, you guys are all like, Hey, that's great. But I want that data in a slightly different way with a slightly yeah. different view in a slightly more customized way. And so we kind of provide that in a number of way that, that, that allows you to do that. So that's a, that's a big one for us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I know time's pressing and I know you've got a call soon, but if, if, uh, an entrepreneur like yourself that's been through it, sold on Amazon, has built a suite of tools to also help Amazon sellers. Um, this is a very loaded question, but what would be the advice that you'd give to someone who's listening to the podcast, maybe struggling with finding their way within the space or just even needs just a sort of, yeah, some words of wisdom from someone who's done it all? Um, yeah, I, I think I think probably the 
I, I guess my own personal lesson is, is, is you can tend to overthink things, right? All mm -hmm. of us have great education. There's a bunch of stuff out there. We think we need business plans for every single piece. Um, but at the end of the day, like that's really important. And the education side is absolutely important, but what's worse than making a wrong decision is not making a decision at all. Right. Yeah. So I think the, the ability to take action and just be constant with that and just keep, you know, not thinking too far ahead, but it's taking action day in, day out on your Amazon business, on, on whatever it is in life. That's how you're going to move, move forward. And, and we constantly try and put obstacles in the way by overthinking things or think making things bigger than they should be. And I think if you can just recognize that and say, okay, well, let's break that down. So I'll make it a much more simple thing. Let's just do that one little thing this week or today, or instead of doing an hour, let's just do 10 minutes. That's the kind of constant action that will get you to your goals much quicker than anything else. So yeah. outside of just understanding education, if you can be constant in, in your actions and keep moving the ball forward in tiny little steps, you're going to get there no, no matter what. That's so right. I mean, it's so prevalent to me as well because I've nearly come like close four times to pulling the trigger on a brand and then I've just completely bottled it. And I was just like, no, it's, it doesn't feel right. And then I've just like, yeah, regretted the decision to not do it. So, I mean, absolutely. If you are thinking about it, just make sure all the data is there and uh, just jump your feet and that inaction definitely causes a bit more pain than uh, uh, not doing anything. So yeah, completely agree. And you've got to have that faith that I mean, if you get into it um, and just keep it going, that, that, that you can do it. And um, you know, as long as you can carve out that uh it's an exercise i always do of, of looking into the future but then breaking it down into what i forgetting about the future and aiming for what i just need to do this week today right and, and if you yeah. can do that the top three things every day great anything else can happen but i need to do these three things yeah you're good 100 percent. okay perfect so let's wrap it up there last question then for people that obviously might not know who you are or uh, doubt it as we've just been talking about it the whole time but where can people find you as well zonguru.com just hit us up there our instagram channel is pretty interesting and fun um you should actually get on that we, we have a rate your hack series so you know from experts what is your best ultimate white hat hack yeah it's, it's kind of short it's like two minutes long uh, we have a whole bunch of the yanni's been on there as well we're just launching it um, so you know, we have a lot of interesting stuff on our, on our Instagram channel, but you know, zonguru.com, there's challenges you can take, you know, I would just suggest anybody there, if you're a seller, sign up and, and, and just hit the, hit the listing optimization tool. You know, if you can at least double check your listing and make sure in our seven day free trial that you have the best optimized listing on page one. And if you want to cancel after that and not pay for it, great. You know, you, at least you, you've got that, you scratched that itch and said, Hey, you know what? Like I have the best listing on page one versus my competitors. I can move on and do whatever else I want. So, you know, scratch that itch, just jump into our, our listing optimization tool. If we need a, we have a bunch of videos in there that can help you and just go through that process. It, it literally will take you less than five minutes and you'll, you'll know the answer. So just jump in and use it. Incredible. Okay. Thank you so much, John, for being on. Uh, really enjoyed this episode and hopefully, yeah, people touch base and actually explore the tool. As, like we're definitely going to book a demo as an agency as well. So yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Good stuff. Good luck out there. Oh, 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 oh,